The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rayshawn Blyden. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. You can visit our new website, politicalbombshow.cf. Politicalbombshow.cf. Today I'm going to be talking primarily about a phenomenon that's taken place that's just um, ridiculous. I'm talking about celebrities who are just way too political and they don't realize it's hurt their careers. Some of them really don't even understand how much it's hurt their careers. And um, that's what I want to focus on. And I think I've touched on this on some of my past podcasts, but it's it's something that needs to be discussed because you can't, um, you shouldn't rather. If you're if you're an actor and actress, you should be an empty canvas. You should be able to act and not put your political views into the limelight. It's not something that's that's good. I mean, look at. Um, any any industry, whether it be sports or comedy or whatever it is, football, for instance, once it started getting political, the ratings dropped like a tank. It dropped. And people don't want to hear that. We tune out. I very much tune out. Like, I'm very much looking forward to going to an arena football game. I'll be on vacation next week. But no need, I no need to fear. I'll still be doing some podcasts since I could bring it with me. So it doesn't matter where where I am as long as I'm here with you. Then that's all you care about. But um, I, I want to play some clips because some some of these celebrities are just over the top. So I'm gonna start off with the most obvious one. I used to love this man's movies and. I will not touch him with a 10-foot pole. Not, no matter how good the movie was I loved in the past, I literally scroll, scroll through it. I won't watch it. And I think you guys know who I'm talking about, but let's play a clip from him. And after I play a clip from him, I'm going to play Sean Spicer responding to what he had to say, which is very interesting. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. Sean, your reaction. Really clever. Uh, you know, it's funny. You wonder why all these shows continue to get lower and lower ratings. And it's not necessarily about the ratings. It's because these people are trying to make every one of these shows a political cause. And they completely, they, they, it's, it's, a, it's completely inappropriate to do that to a primetime television audience. But it continues to exacerbate the chasm that exists between the American people and Hollywood and show how out of touch they are. De Niro represents exactly what's going on in this country, where they want to, the, the hypocrisy of the left. They want to call out the president for certain things, and then they engage in the same behavior that they find reprehensible, except they do it in public, on public airways, where every American could see it and just see how deplorable they are. It's amazing to me that this kind of behavior get, doesn't get called out on the left the way that they, the holier-thou attitude that they have when they call it out on the right. Yeah, the hypocrisy is, uh, speaks volumes. Sean, it's always great talking to you. Hope to see you again real soon. I'm Superman. I'm Superman. I'm Superman. I got mushrooms. 
absolutely correct. I could not have said it better myself. Absolutely. The hypocrisy of the left. They they say that it's a disgrace, yet they do it on public TV, on national TV. You know, at least when the president did it, it was behind closed doors. But he goes on national TV and he says what he said, what he said, and it's hypocrisy. So I think that it's time for De Niro to, to um to just retire. I mean, you're really are washed up. You, I don't know if you're trying to spark your career again by criticizing the our president because Hollywood is just so brainwashed and so stupid that they will cheer and clap for something that's very hypocritical and that's I don't go to movies so that there's you know I will not watch another Robert De Niro movie ever now Samuel L. Jackson he's another one I don't watch his stuff either. Obviously, and what's his name? And Mark Ruffalo, him. Both of them are exception to the rule because I am a fanatic of um, superhero movies, especially the Marvel Universe. And I mean, they're not the lead characters, so that's. But Hulk, you know, is sort of a lead character, but not really. But I love the Avengers, and so. I still continue to support that and and go to the movies and watch it sometimes twice. So, um, but, you know, when he did that movie, uh, a, a solo movie, Samuel L. Jackson, I won't even touch it or any other movie. It's Avengers is the only one that I'll take, take, um, that I will uh, break the, my rule for, but, I just I can't stand these celebrities who just won't shut the hell up about about their political side. And you can't really lump me into that category because this is my political show. It's called Political Bomb Show. I have a political show. I'll be right back. R E H D O W G Escuchar por Raydog Music, claro, música está disponible en Argentina, Brasil, Colombia, Chile, Costa Rica, República Dominicana, Ecuador, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, México, Nicaragua, Panamá. Внимание, Raydog, поклонников, моя музыка теперь в звук, которая доступна в настоящее время в России, Украине, Беларуси, Молдове, Казахстана, Кыргызстана, Таджикистана, Туркменистана. Welcome back, Political Bombshow.cf, Ray Sean Blyden. Okay, so today we've been talking about celebrities who politicize everything and they alienate the fans and their customers. Are you alienated by... 
a celebrity that's been political, leave us a message. We'd like to play your comments on a later show. Just um, visit politicalbombs.cf. Our contact information is there for you. You can call us or leave us a message here. So I'm going to play two top ten lists. One being haters and one that support Trump. And I'd like to get some reaction to this. Number 10, share. Do you believe in life after love? Well, the goddess of pop certainly doesn't believe in Donald Trump. During the lead up to the election results, the American singer made her feelings perfectly clear on Twitter, comparing Trump to the likes of Adolf Hitler and Godzilla. Cher also stated that if he did manage to win, she would, quote, leave the planet. Like millions of others, she was devastated by the outcome, but has continued to try and keep people's spirits up, while also continually slandering President Trump every chance she gets. He's an asshole. Number nine, Mark Ruffalo. That guy's brain is a bag full of cats. You could smell crazy on him. An Academy Award-nominated actor and the man behind the Hulk, Mark Ruffalo was a huge advocate for Bernie Sanders, who lost the Democratic nomination to Hillary Clinton. Ruffalo also stood alongside his fellow Avengers in lashing out against Trump's words and actions. Aside from constantly roasting the Trump administration on Twitter, even declaring that Marvel takes more care with their scripts than Trump's White House does with its leaks, Ruffalo also spearheaded a mass protest outside the Trump International Hotel. We don't even think Loki got pummeled this badly. Number 8. Sarah Silverman we all know this comedian can be absolutely brutal with her put-downs. While she certainly hasn't held back when it comes to her feelings about Donald Trump, she's also gone out of her way to make many poignant and emotional messages about how she feels his treatment of women and his brand of nationalism are toxic. But that USA's number one, USA's number one kind of fervor is, uh, it's so scary. Following Hillary Clinton's defeat, she went so far as to call on the military to overthrow Trump and encouraged others to join the self-proclaimed resistance movement. While tanks probably won't be blowing holes in the White House anytime soon, Silverman can take pride in knowing that for everyone out there comparing Trump to Hitler, she definitely managed to raise the bar. Like 90% of what he says, I'm like, this guy gets it. Number seven, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Out of all celebrities, did Donald Trump really think that taking on the Terminator was going to work out in his favor? Chill out, dickwad. While the two had taken issue with each other's policies in the past, the real feud began following the president's speech at the National Prayer Breakfast, where he decided to pray for Arnie given the failing ratings of his version of Celebrity Apprentice. And I want to just pray for Arnold if we can for those ratings, okay? The former governor of California responded with a video that may not have featured any explosions, but was a searing burn nonetheless. Why don't we switch jobs? You take over TV, because you're such an expert in ratings, and I take over your job, and then people can finally sleep comfortably again. We're guessing that's one less action hero Trump has in his corner. Hasta la vista, baby. Number six, Meryl Streep. While her countless performances have garnered critical acclaim, this Academy Award winner is now also notable for her anti-Trump speeches. When she received the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the 2017 Golden Globes, her acceptance speech came with a healthy helping of put-downs towards the new president. 
When the powerful use their position to bully others, we all lose. To which Donald Trump responded by calling her, quote, overrated. Of course, that has not slowed her down whatsoever, as she also let loose another zinger when the human rights campaign graced her with the National Ally for Equality Award in February 2017. As you might expect, she took the opportunity to really let the condemnation flow. We will have much to thank this president for, because he will have woken us up to how fragile freedom really is. Number 5. Michael Moore this filmmaker hasn't held back when it comes to lashing out against the presidents of the past. But when it comes to Trump, Michael Moore has attacked him on all fronts, calling him a Russian traitor and asking him to vacate the White House on Twitter. Moore has written countless articles on Trump's past faults, all the while headlining anti-Trump protests in order to spread the word. He even released a documentary in 2016 entitled Michael Moore in Trumpland, although the film wasn't a vicious attack on Trump per se. He is the human Molotov cocktail that they can legally throw. It was more of a pro-Hillary Clinton stand-up routine. Still, we wouldn't be surprised if Moore made a documentary all about President Trump in the near future. Number 4. Madonna one of the celebrities standing at the forefront of the Women's March in protest of Donald Trump's nomination, this pop queen was pumped and ready to take action. Rousing the crowd at the protest, she was caught up in some backlash given the fact that she stated that, quote, blowing up the White House might actually be a preferable course of action. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Despite the controversy that came from her comments, to which Donald Trump responded by labeling her, quote, disgusting. Honestly, she's disgusting. Madonna hasn't ceased the call to arms against the president. Another clash between these two is probably right around the corner. Number three, Alec Baldwin. It's pronounced Gina. Possibly the one person who gets under Donald Trump's skin the most. This veteran actor is not only all too happy to ridicule him in public, but his portrayal of the president on Saturday Night Live has also become almost a modern classic. Google, what is ISIS? Many have impersonated the billionaire over the years, but there's something about Baldwin's portrayal that people just love. And more importantly, it's something that Donald Trump just cannot stand. Do you have a message for Alec Well, I think Baldwin? I'm a much nicer guy than he's portraying. Since the Donald is frequently tweeting about how unfunny it is and how SNL is all the worse for it, we'd say that the performance definitely made its mark. Hey, hey, loser, you're a bad hombre. Uh, here come our tanks, prepare to go to war. Number two, Lady Gaga. When it came to Trump's shocking victory, you can bet that one of the first celebrities in line to speak out against it was none other than Lady Gaga. Following Hillary Clinton's loss in the election, Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotta began a protest outside Trump Tower, brandishing the sign, Love Trump's Hate, for hours on end. While she's been a bit less vocal since, many took note of her choice of opening song at her halftime Super Bowl performance in early February 2017, where she sang Woody Guthrie's This Land Is Your Land, a classic that's since become a staple song for anti-Trump protesters. This land is your land, this land is my land. Before we reveal our number one pick, here are some honorable mentions. What advice do you have for him? What should he not do? Not, he should not run for president. They've given him all this attention and finally they're starting to say, come on, Donald, this is ridiculous.
Number one, Rosie O'Donnell. You've called women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account Only has Rosie several... O'Donnell. Considering their feud has been going on for over a decade now, it's safe to say that this actress is not a huge fan of the Donald. Their heated battle began over disputes regarding his handling of the Miss USA pageant, then spiraled into a series of insults traded over Twitter, with O'Donnell and Trump each slandering the other pretty much whenever they're in front of a camera. Things eventually spilled over into the presidential election, where O'Donnell took every chance possible to diminish Trump's character. Even after his win, Rosie continued to speak out against Trump, calling him, quote, mentally unstable. Number 10, Dana White. Has he promised you an ambassadorship or a, a cabinet position, anything like that? No, nothing like that. No. Many of Trump's critics have called him a bully. So it makes sense that he'd get along with UFC president Dana White, a man whose paycheck comes from being the head of an organization where people beat each other up. In all seriousness though, the two go way back, as Trump gave White a place to host UFC events in Atlantic City with the Trump Taj Mahal, when the MMA promotion company was still in its infancy. While White has admitted that he's never been that into politics, he has voiced his support for Trump for standing up for the UFC in the early days, despite the fact that Trump's a major shareholder in rival company Affliction Entertainment. White even spoke at the Republican National Convention in July 2016, calling Trump a fighter and a good friend. And he will put in the time to get things done. Number nine, Lou Ferrigno. Lisa's lucky not to be a man tonight because I would throw her right through that wall. Lou Ferrigno is the first of several entries on this list that was a contestant on The Celebrity Apprentice, a variation of the TV reality game show hosted by Donald Trump. Ferrigno, known for playing the Incredible Hulk in the 1970s TV show, admires Trump for his strength and plans on voting for him because he promises to make America safe. Ferrigno may have been fired about midway through The Apprentice, but maybe Trump will hire him as Secretary of Defense. So how do we handle this? Instant death. After all, the Donald wants America's enemies to fear him, and what better way to do that than to put a guy who can transform into a massive green creature in charge of the military. We're kidding, or at least we think we're kidding. I hope he goes all the way. Number eight, Kid Rock. Are you scared? Kid Rock has been known to be an outspoken conservative, though not all of his views can be categorized under that political philosophy, as he's also stated that he considers himself more of a libertarian these days. However, he did permit his song Born Free to be used by Republican Mitt Romney for his 2012 presidential campaign. Through the mountains climbing, twisting, turning further from my home. So it shouldn't come as a huge surprise that Kid Rock has endorsed Donald Trump. In February 2016, the musician stated in a Rolling Stone interview that he's, quote, digging Trump. He elaborated that they should, quote, let the mother business guy run the country like a business because he hasn't seen any big changes, quote, whether it's been a Republican or a Democrat in office. Kid Rock also added that Trump's campaign has been, quote, entertaining as shit. No matter how you feel about Trump, at least that last statement is one thing that most of us can agree on. Number 
Number seven, Terrell Owens. Um, I think he's a great negotiator. This guy is very business savvy. At first glance, the brash billionaire and the star football wide receiver may seem like they have nothing in common. However, they both love to talk trash and get into fights, and they have both been criticized for their hands. Owens for dropping the ball, and Trump for, well, you know. He's like 6'2", which is why I don't understand why his hands are the size of someone who's 5'2". Owens actually appeared on The Celebrity Apprentice, but was fired early on. Terrell, you're fired. Nonetheless, T.O. held no hard feelings. Actually, he gained a lot of respect for Trump through the experience, and told TMZ that he supports the candidate's run because, quote, he won't put up with BS. Interestingly, T.O. also said that he has no beef with Obama either. Feel good. Number six, Hulk Hogan. is coming! Former WWE wrestling legend Hulk Hogan not only supports Donald Trump, he's also said he would have liked to have been a candidate for vice president alongside him. When asked by TMZ if you could have any presidential candidate in the ring with you, who would you be most excited to leg drop or go against? Hogan's response was, quote, I don't want to be in the ring with any candidates. I want to be Trump's running mate. And he went on to refer to himself as Vice President Hogan. Unfortunately, both men have been accused of racism. In fact, Hulk Hogan was fired from the WWE for using the N-word. I never should have said what I said. It was wrong. I'm embarrassed by it. Hogan later apologized. Trump, on the other hand, seems to have a hard time doing that. Are you racist? I am the least racist person that you have ever met. Number five, John Voight. Well, I'll tell you the truth now, I ain't a real cowboy, but I am one hell of a stud. Despite becoming a counterculture icon by starring in such films as Midnight Cowboy and Coming Home, Academy Award winner John Voight is firmly on Team Trump. He finds Donald Trump, quote, funny, playful, and colorful. But most of all, he is honest. He feels the Donald is the only one that can bring back America's prosperity. Voight even narrated a video for him that was shown at the Republican National Convention. The city was on the verge of bankruptcy, but Donald looked across the river and saw not a troubled city, but a city that symbolized America's greatness. That's despite Trump's apparent dislike for his daughter, Angelina Jolie. Trump has criticized Jolie's attractiveness and behavior while on talk shows like Late Night with Conan O'Brien and Larry King Live. I never thought she was good looking. But I, don't, I don't think she's got good skin. I don't think she's got a great face. I think her lips are too big, to be honest with you. John Voight has reached out to the Trump campaign and vowed to help Trump get elected any way he can. Yeah, he's a great guy, and he's just the perfect guy to come out from outside the system to do a lot of the work that needs to be done. Number four, Willie Robertson. This is the worst idea in the history of Duck Commander. Duck Dynasty reality TV star Willie Robertson thinks Donald Trump can make America great again. What's more, Duck Dynasty patriarch Phil became part of Team Trump in 2016 after having previously endorsed Texas Senator Ted Cruz. He stood out in my mind. On the Fox show Outnumbered, Willie declared that Trump is a, quote, breath of fresh air and, quote, a real nice guy, not a, quote, over-glossed politician. We both have wives that are a thousand times better looking than us, so I like... <laughs> He believes Trump is a strong leader with solid conservative values and one who will firmly support the Second Amendment. What's more, Willie's also impressed by Trump's abilities as a businessman and a family man. We can trust him to make America great again as our next president. Thank you, God bless you. Number three, Gary Busey. 
He's got a way of moving through the room and working the room without saying a word. Another member of the Celebrity Apprentice family endorsing Donald Trump is Academy Award-nominated actor Gary Busey. Despite being fired by Donald Trump on the show, and again on the all-star season of Celebrity Apprentice, I'm the angel of silk. Let me take you inside. Busey is still a Trump fan, and enjoyed every day he spent with the Donald. The eccentric Lethal Weapon and Point Break star thinks Donald Trump is sharp, fast, and, quote, can change the country after the last eight years. In Busey's own words, the name Trump stands for, quote, taking redirection, understanding massive power. Whoa, now that is a ringing endorsement for Team Trump. And I'm gonna vote for him for president, and I suggest you all too. Number two, Dennis Rodman. He's a very talented young man. Dennis Rodman is not only an NBA Hall of Famer, he's also a celebrity apprentice and all-star celebrity apprentice alum, as well as a proud Donald Trump supporter. Rodman, also known as the worm, tweeted that America doesn't need another politician. America, quote, needs a businessman like Mr. Trump. The colorful bad boy of basketball has been friends with Trump for years and does not hold a grudge for getting fired twice. The second time for spelling Melania Trump's name incorrectly in a presentation. You did lose, Dennis. You're fired. Given that Rodman has experience in international diplomacy, after his successful visits with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, maybe Trump will want some foreign policy advice from him. He said in the past that he would destroy the United States. Well, I, I just think that. I think that's coming from his father. Before we unveil our number one pick, here are some honorable mentions. Seriously, wake up, open your eyes. Trump is the man. It's I don't a hard think anybody process. should just, no one should just be able to walk across the border and get it for nothing. I know what Donald Trump is doing is representing the absolute heartbreak and anger and frustration at a government gone mad. Number one, Mike Tyson. Tyson with a left hook, a right hook, a down goes Trump says he wants America to be tough. So it's no surprise that he got the endorsement of the former heavyweight champ, Mike Tyson. A guy so tough, he bit off part of Evander Holyfield's ear. Trump and Tyson go way back. Tyson fought some of his biggest bouts at Trump Hotel Casinos. Trump was there for Tyson during his 1992 rape conviction, proposing that Tyson shouldn't go to jail and should be able to continue fighting, with his proceeds going to rape victims. Of course, Trump would have likely benefited from this deal, if it had come to pass. Yeah. But we gotta get the country out the dump. So I say you go with Donald Trump. Even though Tyson converted to Islam while he was in prison, he still gives Trump the benefit of the doubt regarding the ban on Muslims as the ex-boxer doesn't think Trump would actually go through with it. People are bad in all parts of ethnic worlds and stuff. Yes, he didn't know how to say it. So, I don't really know how I feel about this because, well, actually, I do know how I feel about this. I mean, whether you're pro or negative, it doesn't really affect how I vote at all because I'm I have already have my political views and my world views and my morals and things of that nature so it doesn't really matter what a celebrity says it's not gonna change the way how I'm gonna vote either way because like I said I, I live by a set of morals and rules and I tend to gravitate to candidates that 
closer to what I believe in. And regardless of as if they're flawed or not, it doesn't matter. I look at the bigger picture. I don't just look at the little things. Like they want to say, oh, you want to vote for a guy that said, grab her by the pee? Well, he said those things in private, number one. And number two, guys will be guys. And that's how guys are. You know, that's how we are. You should listen to some of the talk when when women aren't around and we're, and we're just guys. It's just how it is. So I can relate to that. And it didn't deter me from casting my vote for Trump. And that it, nothing like that will ever cast, you know, change me to voting for the alternative because the things that I believe in and when he went knock on the campaign trail and he talked about all the things he did, securing the border and, you know, job growth, which is by the way is growing exponentially and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not gonna worry about something that he said, I don't even know how long ago and in privacy, as opposed to a Robert De Niro who goes on national TV and, and say F Trump. So yeah, the celebrities, it doesn't count. It doesn't matter what they think. But I'd like to know what you think. Do, do they influence your vote? That's what I want to know. So um, I just think it's foolish. And it goes right back to political correctness. I just want to play, play a clip from from uh, Jerry Seinfeld, his thoughts on political correctness. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I will say comedy, it's interesting. Comedy is, I do think, is, the you know, supposed to push the line, push towards the lines of the medium. There are more people now who will let you know if they think you went over the line than ever before. Don't I know it. I mean, you have to yeah. feel the same way about comedy. Yeah, but they keep moving the lines in for no reason. Right. I, I, I do this joke about um, uh, the way people need to have the, justify their cell phone. I need to have it with me because people are so important. Right. You know, I said, well, they don't seem very important the way you scroll through them like a gay French king. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> well... That's very offensive to the gay French king. Well, yeah. <laughs> there, there, I did this yeah. line recently in front of an audience. <laughs> and you can... Comedy's where you can kind of feel like an opinion. And they thought, yeah. what do you mean, gay? What are you talking about, gay? What are you saying, gay? What are you, what are you doing? What do you, what do you mean, you know? And I thought, are you kidding me? I mean, we can't even... <laughs> you, I could imagine a time, and, and this is a serious thing, I can imagine a time when people say, well, that's offensive to suggest that a gay person moves their hands in a flourishing motion, <laughs> and you now need to apologize. I mean, th there's a creepy PC thing out there that really bothers me. But you I... can also screw up. Yes, you, you can, can also screw up. screw up. And, you know, I, it, it happens once in a blue moon. And you hear about it on Twitter halfway, you know, just as soon as the, the magazine has hit the Internet. And sometimes we put the cover out early. And the covers court controversy even more than the cartoons do. Yes. And we hear about it right away. It's interesting how that ripple can sort of start. And then do you have a sense, when a controversy starts, do you then look back at the work and go, wait, are we, did we make a mistake, or is this... Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have half a brain, you're gonna, you're, yeah. you, you give it a second thought. When was that? Tell us about well, that. Well, this, I had to be on television all the time. What? It's you never, did go on TV and yeah, defend but, this. But I had to go on CNN to explain this, and it's never, it's never a good moment, A, when you're on television explaining a joke, and B, when the guy on CNN is asking you, well, that could have been on the cover of a Nazi magazine. 
<laughs> Thanks a lot. I yeah, know, My mother is watching this show. Explain and defend is not apologize. Did you? Did you? No, I didn't apologize. Okay, have you ever done that? Apologize? Yeah. No. So then you've no. never felt that you've gone over the line, pushed no, it, but I'm not. No, I'm saying, but we have these conversations in the office all the time. We do get, you know, Barry Blitt, who did this cartoon and does a lot of our political. He's, great. he's fantastic. Yeah. But a lot of his sketches go over the line in a way that you, you know, it's important for him to go too far to see where the. See where the line is, if such a line exists. You know, is, should there be a line? I don't, I don't know. But sometimes there's a misfire. I got a misfire today. I, I won't describe it, but it was, you know. What, what does that mean? You got a misfire today? It was a, it was a sketch. It was a sketch about a possible cover, about um, the Vanity Fair cover recently. Oh, okay, there you go. But it, it didn't work. Yeah. If it doesn't no, this, work, uh, that's well, I would thing. like to know what it was. You're not going to get it. <laughs> Now, you, as long as we're on this subject, which yeah. I think is very relevant, yeah. you said the other day, I, I saw a thing, I think it was on Instagram, you're not going to make any jokes about Caitlyn Jenner. I said that day I wasn't, you know, I don't... Ah, oh, that day. No, but, like, again, like, I don't want to... Again, now, Caitlyn Jenner is a person who will continue to do things in the public eye, and she will be as open to jokes as everybody else, but as far as that cover in that moment, I sort of thought that was a wonderful moment, and that wasn't a time to make a joke. So. Oh, okay. But I don't want to think, I, Caitlyn I Jenner can't go around doing whatever she wants the rest of her life and thinking she's not going to show up in a monologue. Okay, so it's okay good. It's very clear about that. Uh, all right, good. Yeah. I feel better now. Yeah, there's all no right, card. Good. Nobody gets carte blanche on late So I'd like your thoughts on what Jerry Seinfeld had to say. I mean, I agree with him. I agree with him. I'm... I'm, I've been sick of political correctness. I've never been politically correct. I've, when I grew up, I didn't grow up in the era where you had to watch what you say because you were afraid to hurt someone feeling you spoke your mind and that was that. You had to just grow a set of balls, no pun intended, and just take it, you know? But these days, you got these snowflakes run around here. Oh, I need a quiet zone. You can't say that in my zone. Oh, yeah? You know what you... This is what they sound like to me. <laughs> That's exactly what they sound like. Like an annoying child. Just won't shut up. Shut up already. You're so annoying. They really are. I really just can't take this era i mean in in the 80s things were just so much better i mean life was so much happier i just if i could go back in time i sure would probably go back there and just freeze it and just stay there because if i had sprung forward and uh saw what's going on in this generation i would have skipped the generation altogether honestly it's it's a horrible thing that's going on with this this um this new millennials out there no one could say anything you you gotta go to your quiet space the hell you know when we had quiet space we didn't want quiet spaces what the only time we had quiet space growing up when you were bad you'd be like go stand in the corner you need a timeout no you're actually fighting to have a timeout because you can't listen to someone's else point of view are you kidding me why don't you grow up? Please, just spare me the details of your life. Just duck your head in the sand and just bury it there forever because you 
or a sad, pathetic man-child. You're growing a mangina. That's what you're growing. Oh, look at you. You're so sexist. He said a mangina. That's right. I said it. What are you going to do about it? Sue me? Please. You people annoy me so much. Oh, look at me. I need my quiet space. Please, Mommy. He's hurting me with his words. In my day, it was stick and stones that broke the bones, not words. Words never harmed. You never heard that? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never harm me. Well, these days, it's sticks and, and stones will break my bones. Words, they also harm me. That's what it is. I'm a man child. Where, 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 I'm a man child. Jeez, I can't take you people. Let me take a break. I'll be right back. R E H D O W G. Escucha Radio Music. Claro, música está disponible en Argentina, Brasil, Colombia, Chile, Costa Rica, República Dominicana, Ecuador, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, México, Nicaragua, Panamá. Внимание, рейдок поклонников, моя музыка теперь в звук, которая доступна в настоящее время в России, Украине, Белоруссии, Молдове, Казахстана, Кыргызстана, Таджикистана, Туркменистана. Welcome back to Political Bomb Show, Rayshon Blyden, politicalbombshow.cf. So we're talking about some celebrities that are anti-Trump, pro-Trump, too politicized. They just don't shut up and act. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, take Chris Brown. The woman beat at a guy. Look at what he did to the woman. He has the nerve to go on, on rants calling Donald Trump uh, biatch and a P and all this other stuff. F Trump. How about F you for being a woman beater? Son of a bitch. So I don't even want to talk about you. Uh, who else we got? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Look at what you did to California. You're a disgrace. I'll be back. No, don't be back. Stay away. Do us a favor, please. Just be a Terminator. That's all you're good at. I lift things up. I put things down. That's what you do. You're not good for anything other than Eminem. Not the chocolate candy. The white rapper. You're a disgrace. Like, I don't give a damn what you think. You just shut the hell up and keep rapping. That's all you're good for. You idiot. You fool. You moron. You imbecile. I mean, I could just keep going down the list. But yeah, he's really a fool, Eminem. He says, MF Donald Trump. No, MFU. MFU. Sick and tired of you people. Rap and shut up. It's different if you made a song about your political views. That's different. But I don't want to every minute... See you guys tweeting 
and putting these things on Facebook, going on TV. Shut up already. Shut up. Sick of the hell of you. All of you. I'm sick and tired of your BS. Could you shut up already and act? Act. I don't want to turn on the TV and see you ranting and raving and politicizing everything. I don't want to read your stupid Twitter feeds and I don't want to go on Facebook. I don't want to go to a theater to see your stupid political views. If I wanted your political views, I would ask for it. Now shut up. I'm sick and tired of these things seeping in to, to um, TV series I like to, to watch. For instance, I, I like to watch the Supergirl TV series. Even there, they're politicizing everything. I forget the character's name, but he declares that, that the agency are not going to use lethal weapons anymore. And of course, what happens? Yeah, the, the criminal came up with, with lethal weapons, and one of your kinds got killed. You idiots, you stupid fools. You two, oh, I can't stand it. Stop politicizing things. You're just driving the audience away. Is anyone else getting sick of The Walking Dead, by the way? It's getting a little bit stale. A bit stale. A bit stale. I'm, I'm looking forward to Game of Thrones coming back. What, what other th series do I like? So many of them. So many of them. Fear the Walking Dead. It's, it's, it's not growing as stale as The Walking Dead because it's, they changed. You know, a lot changed there. A lot, of, a lot of people died that I didn't want to die, especially one of them. But I don't want to do any spoilers in case you guys watch it. But it's ridiculous with the politicizing of everything already. It's really politicizing everything. So I can't wait. Saturday's coming up around the corner. I will be out there in the middle of the sea, the middle of the ocean, deep sea fishing, putting politics aside and just spending some time with friends out there, deep sea fishing. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Today was flag day as... I should have touched on that. I'm not too familiar with Flag Day. So I'm just going to say Happy Flag Day because I don't really know much about Flag Day. So um, Happy Flag Day, everyone. Until next time. Stop politicizing everything, celebrities. And get back to work. If you're an actor, act. If you're a singer, sing. Whatever you do professionally, do it. Now, obviously, if you have, you can obviously do something like what I do. I have my music, and then I separate it by having a political show like this one. So I'm able to com compartmentalize like this, where I can voice my opinion and my political my political views here. And if the fans want to listen to it, they can tune into it. And if not, that's fine too. But I think you should just act and leave the politicizing alone. I'd like to debate an actor, an actress, or a singer on my show here. But I doubt that they'd call. So anyway, happy, happy, happy Friday. Close to Friday. It's not Friday yet, but close enough. And happy flag day, y'all. Take care.